time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall. And this is Paul Harris. Good morning, Paul. How are you today? Morning, Shepard. I am very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Hard to get out of bed this morning, to be honest with you. <laughs> As you know, I was uh, I was a little late to prepping for the morning briefing. I apologize. No problem at all. All right. Well, uh, interesting action overnight in gold, actually. When I went to bed last night, gold was making a move much higher. And then when I woke up this morning, it got pushed down overnight. So we'll see how the rest of the day progresses. It is CPI print day. We get that momentarily, so we should get started. Today's Wednesday, April 12th. Tuesday was an interesting day in the precious metals sector. And after shooting up overnight from 2012 to 2023 per ounce June gold basis, the yellow metal was abusively swatted back down to 2011 before shooting back up to 2022. Uh, whipsaw. Real money with a 5,000-year pedigree settled the afternoon digital trading session at 2019. Gold's poor man's sibling, silver, ran up to $25.22 per ounce overnight before an extreme silver paper derivatives effort w- was undertaken to get to gut-punch silver back down to $24.96. But it shot back up to $25.28 before settling the Globex session at $25.18. Silver is being referenced via the May front month basis here. The Mining Stock Journal said that the current zeitgeist is that the Fed is ready to pause hiking rates. This line of thinking seems to be reflating the stock bubble, but it's also stimulating a lot more interest in the precious metals sector. Gold and silver handily outperformed the S&P 500 since the bubble reflation mindset infiltrated the markets in October. The Mining Stock Journal noted that it expects the Fed to disappoint the stock permabulls, but added that given the enormous buying of physical gold from Eastern Hemisphere central banks, it expects gold and silver to hold up when the stock market inevitably heads south again. On another note, one of the Mining Stock Journal's core portfolio stocks and the editor's second largest position has released more positive news. The newsletter believes this stock will be a five-bagger and we'll discuss why in the next Mining Stock Journal issue. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper. Arizona Sonoran Copper is an early-stage copper developer and explorer of the Cactus Mine and its satellite project Park Salier was situated on a four-kilometer mine trend on private land in Arizona's Porphyry Copper District. Opportunity for significant growth and scale exists along the mine trend, while feature capex requirements outlined in the Cactus PEA benefit from significant on-site and nearby access to infrastructure. The company is led by an executive management team and board, which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America. For more information, please visit ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Caliber Mining announced additional drill results from its second-phase diamond drill program at its Golden Eagle project in Washington. Drill results from the three holes across the property confirm additional broad intervals of 
gold mineralization consistent with the previously reported results. Highlights included 87.2 meters creating 2.98 grams per ton gold in hole 2 and 47.6 meters creating 2.27 grams per ton in hole 4. The company has commenced work on a detailed and modern metallurgical program which will explore the future gold extraction potential and recovery methods and build upon previous metallurgical work. Studies are expected in the second half of 2023. Golden Eagle hosts a measured and indicated resource of just over 2 million ounces at 1.4 grams per ton. Caliber mining trades on the TSX with CXB and on the OTCQX with CXBMF. Elora Resources announced assay results from the last eight drill holes from the Definition Drill Program at Santa Barbara in the Isca Isca Silver Tin Polymetallic Project in Potosi in Bolivia. Holes 50, 51 and 52, the southernmost holes that tested the potential south-southeastern extension of the high-grade zone at Santa Barbara, each returned mineralized intersections. These included 87 grams silver equivalent over 105.4 meters, 103 grams per ton silver equivalent over 143 meters, and 123 grams per ton silver equivalent over 120 meters. These three holes expand the historic extent of the Santa Barbara high-grade zone to more than 1,100 meters. It remains open along strike and to the south-southeast. Eloro Resources trades on the TSX under ELO and on the OTCQX under ELRRF. G2 Goldfield shared further exploration results from the company's ongoing exploration program at the OCO project in Guyana. The company says drilling and trenching have expanded the Ghani zone to a strike length of one kilometer as shallow drilling has consistently intercepted near-surface gold mineralization. Drill results reported today included 44.5 meters of 2.3 grams per ton, 26.5 meters of 4.1 grams per ton, and 16.5 meters of 7.3 grams per ton. To date, G2 has completed 55 diamond drill holes totaling just under 8,000 meters at the Ghani Discovery. G2 Goldfields trades on the TSX Venture with GTWO and on the OTCQX with GUYGF. Fathom Nickel announced assay results from a two-hole drill hole program at the Gochiga Lake Deposit in Saskatchewan with highlights of 58.2 metres grading 1.49% nickel and 18.1 metres grading 2.43% nickel with some cobalt in there as well. Fathom is the first company to systematically sample the Gotiga Lake style of mineralization for cobalt, platinum, palladium and gold. The cobalt results, it says, are very positive and potentially add a significant credit to the nickel-copper mineralization. The company said it successfully employed the BHEM tool for the very first time, which suggests a continuation of mineralization to depth and possibly along a greater strike extent than previously recognized. Fathom Nickel trades on the CSE under FNI and on the OTCQB under FNICF. All right, that's a wrap here on the morning briefing. We have a couple interviews lined up for today, so we look forward to recording those and getting them published out to everybody. Uh, Paul, thanks so much, and uh, have a good rest of your day. You too, Trevor. Thank you. All right, that's the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. 
It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.